Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for your retirement elevated. Ah, inhale. Do it with me, Scott. Exhale. It's been Namaste. It's been <laughs> that kind of week, that kind of month at this point, Scott. Man, oh man, uh, time has been interesting to say the least the last couple of weeks and. Boy, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're together for a podcast, although we're not together. We're actually separate today. I, ladies and gentlemen, am broadcasting live from the Storholt residence in the dining room. And uh, Scott, I think you actually did sneak over to the office to uh, be able to do your recording today, right? Yes, and I, I'm happy to say I did not encounter any zombies on my way through Prairie Village <laughs> to get to the office. So, so all, all, all is well. So, now on, on a serious note, I, you know me, I'm very serious about planning and taking care of our clients and we also need to have a little levity in the situation and and today's podcast can be a little different you know i'm not going to dive into a bunch of uh, financial things today i'm uh, just going to use this as more of a an update of you know what i'm hearing from our clients uh, what we're doing here in our office to prepare to continue to serve our clients um, and just maybe a few tips on what we're seeing going on and uh, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. Nobody does, but we'll talk about uh, what recovery looks like from this, and uh, try to give you the real scoop, uh, but also give you some optimistic uh, things to hang on to uh, in these interesting times, uh, for sure. It's just so much uncertainty. You know, I mean, you can compare this to other types of natural disasters in terms of the pain and also in terms of how it affects some people, but then other people kind of will feel very unaffected by all that's going on around them right now. Maybe they've just already been sort of, you know, their lifestyle leads them to not be that disrupted by what's going on at the moment. But it is this sort of like slow motion disaster that I think is so tough to grasp where we have no real idea of the end in sight. You know, if it's a tornado outbreak, you know it's going to be done by tomorrow. If it's a hurricane, you know it's going to come in and then leave eventually. Snowstorms, same thing. But, Scott, we have no end in sight here. I feel like that's one of the things that just is giving everybody anxiety. If we could just see the light at the end of the tunnel, it'd be easier to say, all right, we can get through this. But so much anxiety caused by just not knowing how long this whole deal is going to last. And, and I agree. There, there's uncertainty there, but I'll, I'll take a step back from that and tell you that you know, I think what is needed now is leadership from level-headed people out there. And that could be leadership um, at your business, leadership at your church organization, leadership in your household. You know, I've been trying to communicate with as many of our clients as possible, uh, trying to reach out. You know, our staff is trying to communicate. And what I'm hearing from our clients um, is, yes, there's a, a sense of uncertainty, a little bit, you know, shaken up for sure. But this is very different than conversations that I had in 08. They're very different conversations that I had in 2000, 2001. I think we're, we're entering into this scenario this was out of the blue, you know, and I've been talking in the past two years at our client events. I said, Hey, our job is to prepare you for the certainty of uncertainty. All right. I'll say that again, prepare you for the certainty of uncertainty. Well, guess what? <laughs> say, we are, say that five times faster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but that is, you know, the scenario that we're in, uh, we had very strong economic numbers in January and February for the U S economy. Unemployment's very low, interest rates low, 
banks were highly capitalized. They went through a big stress test last year. You know, obviously markets were doing well, and this out of left field hits us. And what you're seeing now is a reaction. It's a reaction to uncertainty. It's a reaction to the things that are being implemented. And what is being implemented now is a purposeful strategy to slow down the economy. All right. Like I said, again, we're slowing it down. How is it being slowed down? Well, and why? Why? Because we don't want people interacting that don't need to interact. We're trying to control the spread of the coronavirus and in attempt to flatten the curve. Um, because what you're seeing uh, right now, China has uh, no new cases as of this, like 72 hours from this. South Korea, they're going to start professional sports back up in three weeks. Uh, that's been under control. I think you're seeing what's going on in Italy. Uh, they had a very blasé reaction to the virus in the beginning. Uh, then they had to take draconian measures to say, oh, wow, we're going to close our borders, and this is really a problem. So you're seeing a lot of cases spike there, but it was the reaction of the you know, policies that the reaction to the policies that they put into place. And you also have to remember Italy has one of the, the oldest populations in the world, you know, so they're going to be more susceptible and there's a, a high rate of smoking in Italy as well. So it's not surprising. If you look at the facts, look at the actual data, it's not surprising that they're seeing a pretty large outbreak. Now we're going to see quite a few more cases report in the United States. Well, why are we going to see that? Well, two reasons. The virus is going to spread. And number two is we are testing. <laughs> so if we test, we're going to know there's more cases. Now, I'm not downplaying it. I'm not saying it's a, you know, it's a rough situation. What we're hoping is that we see the definitely spike in cases that we've uncovered. But ultimately, if we can flatten that out and you know, start to correct that, I think we're we're going to be in good shape and come out of this. Not saying that we're not going to go, th go through an uncomfortable situation in the next coming weeks because of this, because of the slowdown that we're putting on, we're putting the brakes on the economy, knowing saying, Hey, we're going to put the brakes on. This is going to hurt. This is going to be uncomfortable, but ultimately it's probably better than letting this thing tax uh, our medical system get a lot of people sick. And so those are the things that we're juggling right now. And think of it this way. I've heard it on a, a podcast earlier this week. He said, you know, this self-quarantine uh, that's been rolling out across country, this slowing of the of the economy, said, think of it as like your doctor sitting down with you and saying, hey, we're going to put you on a really restrictive diet. And so what we're proposing is no complex carbohydrates, no sugar. Hey, you're going to have to give up that caffeine and soda. We're going to ask you to basically eat uh, vegetables cooked with no oil or fat. So we'd like you to steam those. And we'd actually like you to uh, boil some chicken breasts and or bake uh, some fish uh, with no oil or seasoning. And we'd like you to subsist on that for a period of time. <laughs> 
how long is that going to last? Now, I'm tuning you out already. That sounds yeah, like you're a done. terrible diet. You're, yeah. So <laughs> the first time. thing I bought when I started to uh, you know hoard food from the grocery store, Scott, was a rack of ribs. <laughs> there you go. Hey man, we're, I did order two extra bags of uh, Traeger pellets. Uh, <laughs> Earlier this week, so I'm with you. I, I kid you that. not. The first thing I got was a huge rack of baby back ribs, and I threw it in the back of the freezer. And I said, just in case, five months from now, we've been living on beans and rice for you know eight weeks or something like that. We'll have one treat day, and we'll make some ribs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So that's that's forward planning. That's right. You know, but I I think that everybody I think probably listening to this has has heard this somebody say this lately is say gosh, we're so busy. It just seems like time is flying by and I wish it would just slow down so we could get back to normal the way it was. Well, be careful what you wish for because you're about to get a lot more of that. <laughs> and I look at it as, yes, we're, we're going to be more confined. I can tell you I was driving uh, home from the office yesterday and yesterday was a very nice day here in the Midwest. And there was at least 150 people at the park and the walking trails around our office, walking around, walking their dogs, keeping a six foot distance from everyone. Uh, but it, people are out there doing their thing. People still are going to want to go eventually to eat at restaurants. Uh, they're going to want to do all those fun things. So really we're slowing this down, you know, spending is slowing, but that's going to come back once the kind of the self quarantine is released and we'll get back to normal. Uh, we're gonna. We're still gonna need gas. We're gonna still need utilities. Those entities right now, you know, oil and gas companies, utilities in general, you know, they're getting hurt right now, and that's because of the panic uh, that has happened. Now the markets have slowed, you know, the past couple of days. But on the other side of this, you're gonna see some companies that get merged or bought up you know, by larger companies, which is going to make them more efficient, uh, stronger balance sheets and more profitable. It's going to be unfortunate. There's going to be some, you know, local restaurants, for example, that don't make it. Now, the government's talking about uh, stimulus packages right now for businesses, and we're going to see how that rolls out. Uh, they've prepared actually three stages of stimulus, potentially, uh, that they're ready to deploy over the depending on how long this situation lasts. So a lot of things going on that are basically trying to help people that are affected by this continue to pay their bills, live their lives until we get to the other side of it. So again, I'm not downplaying. There's going to be some some losses because of this, you know, in the workforce. But at some point we'll come out of it and, you know, hopefully be stronger and get, get back on track. Uh, now, I know that's not easy to keep focused on that, but I can tell you over my life, I've been this for almost 20 years. I've been, was through 2000, 2001. I've been through 2008 and now this, and I can tell you, this is much different. Uh, I can tell you the previous two big market corrections, there was from my client, you know, talking to clients, there was more panic and uncertainty uh, because at that time we had real structural problems that were uncovered because of those situations. Uh, we had some leverage problems. We had some real estate problems. We had some credit problems. This is, 
there's this new virus we've never dealt with it. We don't know how serious it's going to get. We got to put the brakes on ourselves to pretty healthy situation uh, prior to this to get through it. And I think it's the, the right thing to do. And candidly, it's been done. It's already been decided. So we have to kind of live by those, those rules. But I'm looking at this as we've got to make good decisions going forward. Uh, our clients are still getting their monthly income if they need it. Uh, that's why we use dividend strategies to pay cash flow. That's why some of you have annuities to pay cash flow to protect um, some of the capital that you've worked so hard over your years to to amass. And so those things are still working and they're, they're going to continue to work. And I'm confident that at some point in the near future, this will subside and we'll start to get back to normal. And I always have the philosophy that it's it's not what happens to you, it's how you interpret what's happening to you, how you internalize that. And I think right now is the time to be optimistic. It's time to be more compassionate with people, to be more understanding. My job as a leader of my, you know, firm and for our clients is to be here for them. And so I'll give you an example. You know, I am continuing to do my uh, exercise routine, uh, even though my uh, my gym is going to be closed down. We've got a little setup at our house. I'm continuing to do that. You know, continuing to try to eat as healthy as possible. I'm actually trying to get more rest, more sleep uh, than I usually do because I know I need to be my best uh, because I've got to be here to take care of our employees. I've got to be here to take care of our clients and, and our family members. That's what I have to focus on. And so I would encourage you, if you're listening to this and you've you've done all the right things and you know, and to get ready to be in retirement or getting ready for retirement, I would encourage you to do the same thing, you know, to set a good example uh, for the people around you. Um, because this is going to happen. It's just going to depend on how we experience it and how we internalize it. And so that would, would be my message of, hey, let's be hopeful. Let's make the best of this situation. We are here for you um, as your clients, you know, the clients that are listening to this. If we're sending out emails explaining the situation. Uh, we're doing a weekly um, market commentary with our chief investment officer, uh, Mike Sorrentino. And continue to give you updates, not because we're panicked, but I just want to be the source of facts and not fear. There's enough fear out there right now. So we just want to be able to steal the information and really give you the factual things. And so we have made preparations. I ordered several laptops uh, earlier, about 10 days ago. So our employees are all set up. They all have laptops, all have telephones, headsets. Uh, scanners, printers, all those things. Uh, we have a virtual private network that allows us to communicate and share documents in a secure way. Everything's encrypted, so our security is not compromised. And we're here. We're answering the phones. And we can transfer those. Just know that we're, we're all working for our homes. I can tell you, Jackie and I and Jennifer, we're in and out of the office quite a bit. And we'll continue to do that um, as long as possible. I like it because I get to wear jeans and cowboy boots and a t-shirt. That's kind of like, I'll probably switch to shorts if it warms up a little bit. I'll, I'll get rid of the cowboy boots if I wear shorts. There I'll you just, go. That, that'd be a funny No, funny trendsetter. Look. Keep the cowboy boots. I could boots. be a trendsetter. You know, that, that could be good. Make them cut off jeans, you know? Yeah. And so, let's see, you know, my message is, yes, let's be realistic about the situation, but let's not make the situation worse than it is. And I think if you 
I could tell you, stop watching the news, uh, the financial news. That's not doing you any good if you are. That's just gloom and doom. I think it's time to work on ourselves, you know, you know, work on our relationships and, and do some of those important things that prior to this, we said we're too busy. We have so much stuff going on that maybe now is the time to, to get back to some of those things. Uh, there'll be plenty of time to be busy, you know, in the, in the coming weeks and months. So take this time to, and, and take advantage of it, you know, if possible. And one of the things I would also encourage, uh, you know, we, we do a harvester's it's a kid's backpack uh, food program. We're actually we're going to do that in May. Hopefully, we'll still get to do that. But one of the things I'm going to do, um, you know, a lot of you listening, we were supposed to have a big client event on the 19th of March. Obviously, that got uh, postponed because of the, the situation. I didn't have to spend money on food and drink in a location. You know, so that money I'm going to allocate to the harvesters um, because with the schools closed down, I think that program becomes even more valuable uh, because those kids relied upon that program to be able to take food home on a Friday and get them through the weekend. Well, unfortunately, those kids are now going to be at home. And I shudder at the thought that we have young children, or anyone for that matter, but especially young kids that don't have a choice that are not able to have food to sustain them through this time. So, that's where we're putting our uh, financial resources now uh, from a community standpoint. I say I've always tried to focus on taking care of our clients, you know, our family, our employees. I don't always do a good enough job of trying to give back to the community. You know, we do it here and there, but one of the things I have a little more time, so we're going to do that as well. And if we, we may roll something out uh, for our clients if they would like to do that, but I would say your local food pantry. Obviously, we have clients all over the country to, you know, maybe call them if you're so inclined. Uh, maybe try to help out where you can because those those people, especially the you know kids and and folks that are elderly, I think there's should be a renewed focus in trying to help them out. And I see around Kansas City, there's programs where uh, definitely senior citizens that that need assistance. There's drive-throughs set up for that. So again, I think it's good just to know there's resources out there. And at a time like this. I think you can feel people coming together a little bit more. Uh, I can tell you going to the grocery store uh, and talking to people, people seem to be a little bit nicer. Yeah, they're stressed, but I think they understand the situation. And anytime, you know, tragedy strikes, you know, or a situation strikes, it hopefully it makes the right kind of people a little more, more compassionate. So I've had a lot of caffeine today as well, so I wouldn't. I should probably <laughs> get off my soapbox and say to kind of end this today to say, you know, this too shall pass. Uh, we've been through this our third major market correction, uh, but I just want to remind everyone that hey, you know, this is uh, this time it is caused by something out of our control. It's not caused by weak economic uh, scenarios. It is a you know Mother Nature or Black Swan event. And uh, we'll get through this, and we'll continue to keep you updated as, as often as we can. And uh, like as always, if you need anything, uh, our phones, our systems are up and running. Our email uh, is still working, so feel free to call out and, uh, or email us. We'll be happy to chat with you. And I can tell you the calls that I've had with clients that you know started out as being panicked, I'll, I'll share this with you. We had a webinar yesterday with a client. He's about a year away from retirement, 
we can't manage his assets yet because they're all in a 401k. We just handle a small account for them. And he goes, Scott, my, I was at $1.1 million. And he goes, I'm at 758,000 today. It hurts. And I said, yeah, I, I understand. I said, but before we make an emotional decision, I said, is it okay if we walk through your plan? So the plan that we put together three years ago for you. He goes, yeah, let's do that. So I walked through the plan. And I said, I've, I've taken all your numbers and I've put them to what they are today. And I said, I'm going to take your interest rate and say, what if they never earn another dollar ever and you just take income that you need when you retire? I said, does that sound like, is that, do you think that's feasible? I said, can you ever imagine that would happen? He goes, no, I, I, I can't foresee me never making another dollar in this. Is okay. So we know it's unlikely. I said, I'm going to take your expenses and I'm going to increase those by inflation over time. So your money's not going to grow. It's going to stay the value it is today, but your expenses are going to go up. He goes, okay, let's look at that. And it looked at that. And at age 94, in that example, they ran out of money. But it was a highly unlikely scenario. When I adjusted everything back up to our conservative numbers, everything still worked. And I said, and I'll remind everyone on this call, I said, when we build a plan, we're going to stress test against long, living a long life. We're going to stress test it against the market. And we're going to stress test it against long-term care, healthcare needs. Because those are stressors. Those are stressors that we don't have any control over. They can affect our quality of life temporarily. And I said, we stress tested that. And I, when we talked, I said, I tell every client that there's going to be times when your plan is going to be right on track. There's going to be other times it's going to be ahead of a schedule. There's going to be other times it's going to be behind schedule. Our job is to make sure that the guardrails we put in place for your plan that you're comfortable with. And this is a time where our plans are going to be off track. Sometime in the not hopefully distant future, our plans are going to be on track. Okay, So you just need to make sure that we're we're checking in, not making emotional decisions. And after that call, he said, all right, I feel better. He goes, now I understand that in reality, I don't need all this money at once. I need a little bit of it every month once I retire. And as long as we follow the plan, which always says, what is your emergency fund set up? And we all can agree that's at least six months worth of expenses. We probably need some conservative or protected investments. We need some moderate investments and we need some aggressive investments. I said, so right now where are we pull in cash flow from protected investments, emergency fund or conservative investments, that's where we're pulling it from. So we're making those adjustments as we go. So all that being said, everyone's plan is different, but if you have questions or concerns, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. We will set up a time to talk over the phone, uh, set up a webinar so we can see computer screens. And when we get back to normal, we're going to throw a big client event, get back together and actually be able to shake hands without a black market bottle of Purell in our hand. So <laughs> let's look forward to that. 
that'll be the, that'll be the day, and uh, I do hope it comes sooner rather than later, Scott. Uh, one last quick question for you. I know that you know a lot of your current clients will certainly be listening to this, and, and the message for them very important today. And you'll be able to maintain those relationships and continuing to service everybody's accounts. But what about somebody who hasn't worked with you before? If they stumble across the podcast today and they need some help with a financial plan, because Either they're scared or worried of what they're going through right now. They wish, you know, kind of a woulda, coulda, shoulda with putting together a financial plan before all this happened. Not too late for them. Can you still start up a new relationship during kind of these lockdowns in this period of time as well? Great question. In terms of absolutely. Actually, this week alone, we've brought on four new families uh, between Mr. Patrick Birch, Mr. O.J. Allen, and myself because... There's no better time. If you haven't started planning, the next best time is now. Okay. And yes, your assets, depending on where they're sitting, may be at a lower value uh, than they were a few weeks ago, but that is temporary. And so I would say that, yes, reach out, set up a call with us. Let's talk about your current situation. Let's chart a course going forward. And get that plan in place and start following those recommendations um, because we want to get you situated for when the recovery does you know, start and come back, that you're positioned correctly for that. And more importantly, we want to make sure that we take on the right amount of risk that you need to make your plan mathematically work. So the answer is emphatically yes. Now is probably a better time because what? If you are losing sleep and are uncertain about where you're headed, that tells us that you probably don't have a good plan in place and you're not prepared for the certainty of uncertainty. And that's where we want to get you to is getting you some peace of mind. It doesn't mean you're not going to be a little nervous or it's not going to be uncomfortable, but let's make it manageable and let's make decisions based on facts and logic, not emotion, not the headlines. Let's make decisions that are based on what's in your best interest. And that's what we'll do if you choose to give us a call. And again, we'll do that for folks that are maybe engaged before and we didn't move forward. Someone that's on the fence, I'd say give us a call. And also, as always with our clients, if you want to jump on a call or a webinar with us, please reach out. We're prepared for that, and we're happy to do it. You can get in touch by calling 913-393-4724. That's 913-393-4724. Also online, you can get in touch via the website at listentoscott.com. That's listentoscott.com, and uh, find great information there on the website. Hey, if you're quarantined or sitting around with nothing to do, you got plenty of past podcasts to go listen to and learn about some great financial and retirement planning principles. So go check out all the past episodes at listentoscott.com or your favorite podcasting apps, of course. And uh, we put all the contact information for Scott in the show notes of today's episode. So just check there if you need the phone number or the website. Scott, appreciate the chat. This has been uh, good to just kind of get the opportunity to 
like you said, we need levity every now and then, and the chance to just talk to one another, <laughs> being all separated. Uh, I know with my team this morning, I put everybody on, uh, as we normally do like Friday morning calls, and everybody usually doesn't have the webcam turned on. We're just kind of doing an audio call. I said, everybody, turn the webcams on today. Let's see each other, because we kind of need a little bit of that right now. So it's, uh, it's, it's just good to get communication and talk, and I'm glad that we'll be able to continue to do so with you uh, throughout this crisis. So stay safe and healthy, my friend, and we'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to Walter. All right. Thanks so much. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Hope you are well. Thanks for listening to the show today. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.